0: Welcome to 5 to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Okay, in this episode, I'm going to start with a a quick example. Uh, Last night, my son was chomping at the bit because uh, we needed to get him to baseball practice, which was canceled because of rain. Uh, This morning, by 7 a.m., I took uh, my other son down for soccer practice and he missed the memo and it was canceled because of rain (laughs) and then I took my other son and before he went to cross-country practice this morning uh, he was informed that that was canceled as well and so the the topic here is sports and how involved should kids be and Dr. Rhoda as always has some really thought-provoking Uh, insights for for us as parents as you know what's the balance how should we approach it what are the benefits and how this all plays out
1: thanks Professor Marty yes we're gonna continue our summer series uh, of short five-minute podcasts with one takeaway for the week again most of these are based on the work of Foster Klein and Jim Faye's work in parenting with love and logic and I highly encourage you to purchase their book if you haven't already done so there's a lot of gems in there so does your child play an organized sport So many children do, and it can be such a positive experience. But for many families, it can also pose some interesting challenges, as you were just mentioning. So let's explore this a little bit more. Okay, we'll begin with the positives. So playing a sport is great exercise. It can teach children excellent body awareness. It's socialization. It can build character. You learn to be a part of a team, put others ahead of yourself. Uh, It can teach compassion. Definitely teaches persistence, responsibility. Those good lessons in sportsmanship, uh, how do you lose with grace, (laughs) and so many other valuable, really life-changing lessons that serve us very well throughout our lifetime. So I am a fan of sports. Played them throughout my life. Love, Not opposed to sports in any way. But there can be some challenges. Studies show that children today spend less than half the unstructured playtime that children did a generation ago okay so about half the amount of time of just freedom free to play as they want and families can become so busy running from one event to the next that children don't have time to play on their own and use their own imaginations we have other podcasts where we've talked about that in detail so all of the free time is controlled and structured by adults and that really doesn't teach kids the important lessons of choice and autonomy and then if we couple that with families now eating dinner together research says a third less than in times in the past that can be challenging. It's hard for family to find quality time together. Although I think that one positive impact of COVID-19 may be kind of in this area. A lot of my friends are saying that they're eating as a family more often, spent going on walks, playing board games, which which is beautiful.
0: My, my kids now don't have a choice. They have to eat with mom and dad, right? Re- <laughs> re- really good points there, uh, Dr. Rhoda, with you know, how much of the time is structured. It, yeah. it, in fact, this morning, just had the conversation with my wife. Do do we run uh, our son out to to the neighbors across town to practice or do I put on a baseball mitt and go outside and play with him and and have him do what he wants to do? So really, this is really, really good stuff.
1: Yeah. So in addition, a lot of parents, one of the things where we have to be a little bit careful that can be a challenge. Some parents have visions of their child playing in the big leagues (laughs) and studies show fewer than 5% of children actually go on to ever get paid to play a sport when they grow up. So sometimes parents can be living their dream and their love of sports through their children. And so it's just something we really want to be aware of. It can become an immense strain on the parent-child relationship. Sometimes the parent wants their child's athletic success more than the child does. And this doesn't teach our children how to develop their own identity and make their own choices. So we need to be aware of that, careful of that. We can also confuse kids with attitudes about sports. So they may hear us say, you know, as they're beginning out in the sport, as they're beginning in the sport, it's not whether you win or lose, but it's how you play the game, right? But just wait till they don't play well. (laughs) And then they get yelled at and they feel horrible and they hear things like the old Vince Lombardi, winning isn't everything. It's the only thing. You have to try harder, right? So these conflicting messages we send as we scream at the TV when our favorite sports team bundles a play. Uh, or, you know, it can really send contradictory messages to our kids. So there's just a lot around sports that we want to be aware of and what messages we're sending. So participation in sports or music or dance or drama or art classes, theater, fill in the blank, can be an excellent experience for our young people, as long as the focus stays on the positives of character building, working together, being faithful, staying fit, faithfully using our gifts, those types of things.
0: And yeah. those are really all life
1: skills that they
0: can take, uh, you know, wherever the Lord leads them.
1: Absolutely. Playing sports allows children to try really difficult things. It allows them to fall down and get back up. It's an excellent way to let kids make kid sized mistakes. We're always saying, you know, kids need kid sized mistakes. That's how we learn. Sports is a great way. Dance, drama, art, great way to learn those types of lessons in a way that isn't really super high stakes. The consequences aren't huge if they mess up. The child has a want to, want to do it. They have to have the, des, the desire. Eventually, they'll grow up and choose their own activities that they want to participate in. Will they look back on their youth and recall a fun, positive experience, or will they resent you for making them do something they really didn't want to do, and then they got chastised on top of it for not doing it well enough?
0: And, and if I may interject there, also the relationship from sibling to sibling yeah. and how a parent approaches sports. For example, let's say one individual... One of your sons is more gifted naturally in an area than another. That comparison is always really something dangerous to stay away from because you want to just focus on each individual with their strengths.
1: That is such an excellent point. I really appreciate you saying that. I'm one of four kids. I'm the only one that played organized sports, you know, and the others had other gifts and did other things. And so it's it's what does your child want to do and how do you support them and help them and grow and develop, but doing the things that they find fulfilling and that they find enjoyable. So for this week, one, one, or one tip, we're just gonna encourage you to ask yourself, why is my child playing a sport or multiple sports? Is it a healthy addition to our family life or is it distracting from the quality of our family relationships? And maybe even have the conversation with your child. Our goal in 5
0: to Thrive is to equip and support educators and parents as they help each child develop to his or her full God-given potential. So the one key takeaway we'd like you to reflect on from today's episode on parenting and sports is the conversation that you have with your child on the sport. Uh, It has to be partly their decision, and also you have to be aware that uh, how you approach it influences your child's decision greatly. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.